This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Buddy Games. Six teams of four friends come together to relive the glory days and compete in an assortment of absurd physical and mental challenges in the outdoors while bunking together in the same lake house. Josh Dumel presents Buddy Games, Thursdays at 8, 7 central, only on CBS. I've got a fast car. <laughs> and I've got a ticket to anywhere. And this is Ear Buddies. You know, I've been thinking about our pod in the time that we've been off, and I've been thinking about what a what an opportunity it is for me as your co-host to pick the brain of a real musician, a real working artist who um, creates art and performs art for uh, multitudes. Because, uh, you know, you're my best bud, but you are also, uh, you, are a, you are a true capital A artiste, man. Wow, yeah. I'm not trying to blow smoke here. I'm being serious. And I want to ask you, just to set the tone a little bit. All right. Um, is music important? Oh man. Uh here's uh, <laughs> Tim, what a great question. Um <laughs> this is something that I think about a lot, but I've mm-hmm. sort of settled on my answer, which is uh it doesn't like matter, but it's very important. Mm-hmm. Let me let me expound just a bit cuz I don't want to be doing, you know, Dr. Seuss stuff here. It sure. it is important to understand that music in and of itself I mean it's it's not gonna change the world right uh, mm. we need we need sensible policy and yeah. <laughs> and you know things like that boots on the ground that's right, right. We need action that's yeah. right um, that being right. said yeah it's it's obviously deeply important to multitudes maybe the same multitudes that you just referred to. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, I mean, I think personally, of course, it can be very, very important. My my thing that I always want to say in, in response to this type of question is, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a capital A artiste. I'm a working musician. I'm a real musician. I know yeah. I, it's, it's my whole, life it's the only thing i think about and i love mm-hmm. it but i don't want to um conflate or confuse that view um with i guess how much music matters at large because like i'm just having a good time you know like musicians we're having fun we're we're doing this because we love it and yeah. uh and it's delightful and it it matters to people right but like sure. i don't uh, right you- you ask any any musician, probably you know any of the like the true greats ever aren't going to say they're like humanitarians, you right. know? Like they're not like, yeah, exactly. That's, know, it's not Amnesty International. That's here. correct. That's that's all I'm I ever really want to say, which is like let's not let's not make it something it's not. However, what it is is mm-hmm. you know absolutely good enough. 
Okay, right. So that's what I was going to say, Matt, is but, but doesn't be- doesn't great art, can't it impact the world in, uh, in, an, in a tangible way? Actually, um, Leonard Bernstein has a quote that I'm going to read to you here about this. He said, quote, art cannot change events, but it can change people. It can affect people so that they are changed. And because people are changed by art, enriched, ennobled, encouraged, then they act in a way that may affect the course of events. By the way they vote, they behave the way they think. End quote. I mean, what do we think about that, Matt? Is is Does art have that transformative power if, if the right people hear the right notes in the right order? I, I mean, what do you think? Oh, boy. Tim, I don't know where you're going with this, which is a thrill for me. Um, <laughs> I love to jump on a on a horse blindfolded. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's the hope, right? Like that's uh, at at its most noble, perhaps music. Mm-hmm. One, I'm, I'm sure it has done that, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I know it's affected you. It's affected me. It's it's made me yeah. make like big life decisions that I might not otherwise have made. It's mm. made me change my. Uh, you know, views and attitudes on certain things that then have yep. blossomed into, you know, a, a larger worldview. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it is foolish to to rely on that. I think that if that were the case, the world would, as they say, be a better place. Um, yeah. And I, I do think it's possible, Tim, but I, I don't know... Uh, Maybe the right people aren't hearing the right, the right sequence of notes to, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Okay, that's essentially where I was. First, I, I really just wanted to, um, I just wanted to hear you talk a little bit. But, <laughs> but I really, I, I think that we can tie this into our topic for today to say that it's, it's kind of hard out there, you know? Like, it's not, by and large, like, there's not a lot of, like, great stuff going. <laughs> going on sort of like micro and macro you know what i'm saying i like, certainly do yes and so could could we then ask is there are we in sort of a drought an artistic like why is art not uh, not moving the mountains the way you know an idealistic little podcaster could hope that it would wow it, where where is it wow what's what's <laughs> going on you you came prepared for an unbelievable season. I mean, season three is starting off with some of the most unanswerable questions. <laughs> I mean, Tim, look, I'm with you, buddy. Uh, yeah. Same I, question. I don't know. Because I think you're right. Like, there's there's something... Well, there's something that's not going on. Something is not yeah. happening. That maybe the right the art may be there, but it's not. It's just not. Yeah, what, uh, we don't have the the vehicle to to get it from A to B. I don't know, man. All of this though is is to say, what do you think about the song "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman? I want a ticket to anywhere 
Maybe we make a deal. I just want to say quickly here as we begin season three, we've been buddies for a long time, you and me, and, and you have always been gifted and not to mention talented, but that, that cold open that you just did for us here on this podcast, uh, I've, that was inspired, really, really good work, because, because putting that stinger in about fast car i know what you're talking about it all falls into place well done tim let's have a round of applause from the army thank you that was thank you buddy i take my hosting duties seriously clearly um but to answer your question uh please fast car is um an unbelievable tune yes see my old man's got a problem yeah, but the bottle, that's the way it is He says his body's too old for working His body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than he could give I said, somebody's got to take care of him So I quit school and that's what I did It is, it is a work of art Though, from, you know, from the opening like two bar guitar lick there that you that you end up hearing i'm going to ballpark it at like 85 to 115 times in the seems close yes it's perfect it's a perfect riff so just the you know the the tune of it of it is wonderful 1988 is when this song comes out Matt. it's tracy chapman's like she's not a she's not a one-hit wonder i think we could call her more of a two-hit wonder but this was this was you know essential to her career it, it was uh up for three grammys uh put her on the map essentially as an artist you know a deeply unique voice singing about like heavy stuff this is a this is a good this is a this is a tune man mm. you got a fast car we go cruise and entertain ourselves Still ain't got a job Now work in the market as a checkout girl I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted And we'll move out of the shelter Buy a bigger house and live in the suburbs It's like John Prine, who we've talked about on the pod before Like, she has such command of, of her voice and her words and the music That she can transport you into the mind and body of a totally different person, right? Oh, yep. And when you can do that, uh, that's a shortcut to perhaps, you know, changing a person's perspective, changing changing the world in some way, right? You have to think the complexion of planet Earth is a little different if it was never written. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, look, you know that I, I, I try not to approach things anymore as a cynic. I think that was fine in my late teens and early 20s. Mm -hmm. I do approach things, of course, as a critic. Um, yep. And that being said, I think it's important to not, um, you know, because criticism has, you know, we've discussed, these negative connotations. Uh, yeah, right. But I think, you know, with uh, what you've been saying in the last several minutes, yeah, I mean, I think the things... And I don't know what I mean by things, so don't uh, push me on that. But th things would, it seems like they would be a bit different if not for this song. Which, yeah. is, which is saying a lot. I mean, that's saying a lot for a tune. But I think, I think this one has the, has the shoulders to carry that. Definitely. And so, I guess, bro, it's no 
big wonder that uh you know, country music recording artist Luke Combs, as he was contemplating what to do on, I believe, his fourth album, decided to just do a note-for-note cover of Fast Car. You got a fast car, and I want to take it to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. Now, I, uh, when I first heard this, I think I was like at a restaurant and it was playing over the speakers. And I said, what is, who's, cov- who's covering Fast Car right now? And, you know, you figure it out. I must admit, bro, I felt the cynic in me cry out. Like, I really was, I, I was uh, mega skeptical of what was, <laughs> of just the existence of this cover. Oh, sure. Um, as soon as I heard it. You know, how about you? Like, where where did you come down as this, as you realized that, like, not only was a guy covering this, uh, you know, in the country sphere, and then to, like, also learn, oh, this is, like, the biggest country song of, of this year, maybe, or one of them. Man, the the feelings I have had about that, like I'm in the same way as you. I, I heard it the first time, and I was like, "Come on!" That was my yeah. reaction. Come on, sure, come on. Yeah, you uh, you want to just say like, "Oh, it, yes, it's a good song. Just play Tracy's version." You well, know? right, and and like like you mentioned, this is this is a note for note recreation of it. He's, I mean, it's in a different key because he's a guy singing it, but like, it's the same thing, uh, just with Luke Combs singing. And Bro, so, it's it's the same song down to Luke saying the line Checkout Girl. I work in the market as a checkout girl. Yep. Yes. Like yes. didn't even didn't even gender the song differently. He's just it's, singing. It's karaoke. He's just night singing for Luke Tracy's Combs. tune. Yes, exactly. And so you know, not that people can't cover songs, but you know, yep. this song, like you said, uh, it's a big one. Right? I mean, yeah. this is it's it's a bit like Fallout Boy covering <laughs> We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> it, I mean, it is. It, no, but, I mean, I'm joking, but it's like but it's almost like someone like earnestly covering Bohemian Rhapsody or like Stairway to Heaven or something. Yeah, I like, was going to say Somebody to Love. Some yeah, some <laughs> tentpole musical work. Yes. And and um, and it's like yeah. why you know, because, right, the Fall Out Boy thing, like, the song it initially was stupid and a fun joke, and so why not make it a stupid, fun joke? I get it, fine. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, this... Uh, in, uh, in what world do you hear this, love this song, and think, I'm going to take a crack at it, right? So yeah. that... But, but, Tim, that, I think, might probably be the cynic in me coming out. Mm-hmm. And also... I can't, you know, we can't discuss this without talking about our complex and convoluted feelings about the state of country music today, because you hear about, you know, you hear the song on country radio, and you and I and the Army, knowing as much as we do about the the inner workings of the country radio uh, machine, yeah, a little bit leery, like... Who's definitely who decided this and why and who how's whose it bread come back? is getting buttered? Yes, whose whose bread is getting buttered? Thank you for saying that. That's exactly right. Yeah, no, it's right. It, it, I think approaching it with a healthy dose of skepticism 
is is not a bad thing. Um, knowing the industry, and I suppose like perhaps even just like the city that we're working in, right? Like, don't totally trust the Nashville types to to do right by Tracy or the song or any of that's it. That's right. I guess. That's right. However, um, you know, uh, you look into it a little bit more. Tracy Chapman, just like in the early goings, made five hundred thou in royalties. She herself said, quote, I never expected to find myself on the country charts, but I'm honored to be there. I'm happy for Luke and his success and grateful that new fans have found and embraced Fast Car, end quote. So, I, you know, it has Tracy's blessing. Yep. Um, it has sort of like the sorry honor of being <laughs> the first country song written exclusively by a black woman to reach the top of the charts um and to have to sort of put the asterisk by it and say it also it's a song from 1988 and it's just a just a straight up cover (laughs) like that kind of hurts a little just to learn but but in the vacuum we should maybe stay in here the fact that tracy chapman herself says like cool i like it and she's getting paid appropriately yep and she is glad that people are hearing this song who maybe otherwise wouldn't have. That's that's good. That's encouraging. Yes. In in some sense, well, in 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 one sense of uh, one angle that we're looking at this from, well, conversation over, right? Like, all right, good, right, cool, good. Everyone, everyone's bread got buttered. However, that's not exactly how we're approaching it, right? That's like, right. The, yeah. this, this question, Matt, of what's going on, like maybe we should phrase it like this: if a song. A darn good song from 1988 can have the renewed shelf life that it does in 2023. What does that say about the rest of the music that is being released in 2023? I don't think it says a lot of good, I guess. Tim, it certainly does not. Because here's here's an important sort of establishing fact here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we've ever really talked about Luke Combs specifically on this on yeah. this podcast, although definitely in general, right? Um, right. He is just a guy. Oh yeah, much like much like so many other guys doing country music, <laughs> um, and that is great for him. He's had a you know he had a couple hits, things charted. He's got some talent, whatever. But yeah. but he put out this song. And it went crazy. Yes. Uh, is that because of the Luke Combs factor, which is something that <laughs> no one has said before and doesn't exist? Of course it's not because of the Luke Combs factor. No. No, any Cole Swindell or Chris, yeah, dude. Any, Chris anybody <laughs> could have released this just like that yeah. with their vocal over the top. And I posit that it would have done just as well no difference no change no no question right exact same chart performance everything yes because yeah it has nothing to do with luke well okay then what does it have to do with it has to do with tracy i mean if we can sort of like try to detect a pattern here matt and i i love detecting patterns it's one of my hobbies um have you heard the song she had me at Heads Carolina. Oh, that is by Cole Swindell, isn't it? 
It sure is. I sure have. I was down with the boys catching up in a neon light. Didn't know till we walked in. It was karaoke night. This is a song by Cole Swindell. Well, uh... <laughs> No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's a song by Cole Swindell that, um, if you have, you know, if you have any uh, memory of country in the '90s, you that you would know that it very, very heavily interpolates "Heads Carolina, Tails California" by Jody Messina. Yes, and how she's a '90s country fan like I am. Hey, I got a Chevy. She can flip a quarter. Can I read you a little bit of the of the uh, the TikTok on this one? How this how this got made? Please, please. So Cole Swindell, possibly my least favorite country guy, but we can get into that another time. <laughs> um, and he is he's sitting with Thomas Rhett, another who's who of country music today. Um, and the pair decided they wanted to record a song, quote that referenced a country music song from the 1990s. That's what they wanted to do. Right? They uh, said, wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't it be fun to do a little jukebox thing here? And a song publisher told Swindell of the popularity of Jody Messina's 1996 hit. Uh, and upon hearing this, he said, well, let's do that one. Very much a, a cash play. Yeah. Uh, that is working. It's like another one of these country songs that I think, like, in the last year or six months or so has been a big performer um, you know it also has the blessing of Jody Messina the the original songwriters uh, these two guys Tim Nichols and Mark D. Sanders yes. they're credited right. on this yep, yep. so that's good you know credit is being given where it's due lovely and, and, and may I may I just throw one more your way here before I you know to establish the pattern yeah go ahead this is a tune by our friend Jake Owen. It's called On the Boat Again. Oh boy. Like me with that sunshine and like it is right now. So I'm punching that time clock. Just swim through that gridlock. And I'll sit and wait long as I need to sit to get out. On the boat again. I just can't wait to get on the boat again. The life I love is drinking cold beer with my friends. Yeah, I can't wait to get on the boat again. Okay, so obviously this is uh, On the Road Again by Willie Nelson, just made dumber by Jake. Yes, right? well, pattern detected, detective. That uh, Okay, thank I, you. I hear you. Thank you. Now, now, I think there's a distinct difference between those two that we just played and Fast Car, which again is just a, a, a pure cover. Right, whereas these two are definitely more nostalgia plays, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, and especially on the boat again. I mean, that's humming, uh, humming. Yeah, sure, that's that's tough. You know, but but these are, it's it's more than just it's more than just like light borrowing. These are songs that wouldn't exist without the the original works. Obviously, we know nostalgia is a great strategy. Uh, to make money, 
a lot of people have done that. I'm thinking of other like bad exa- like All Summer Long by Kid Rock. That's oh. a, that's a stinker. <laughs> yep. These sort of like way too cute tribute pieces um, have long existed. But I've got to say, I think the heat is just turning up a little bit on this, right? Like more than ever, at least in country music, we are kind of like turning out both our pockets and not finding a dime and saying, what can we do? Oh, it's nothing but moths and pieces of lint at this point. What can we do? I guess we could like completely borrow this whole chorus from Jody Messina or Willie Nelson um, or I, you know, I think like not to, not to be too harsh on Luke Combs, who again did a very like good, respectful cover, but like, can you imagine being him right now? Like his career has exploded because he just covered one of the best songs ever written. That's gotta be sort of tough on your fourth album <laughs> to finally have your breakthrough moment because you, you did a killer cover. It just, I think speaks to, um, uh, a a want and a need from the listeners of the world mm. who are saying, like, we need some good stuff here. I think that's correct. And this is this is big big if true. Because <laughs> we know, I mean, yeah, we can talk about the cash grabs and the nostalgia plays and all this stuff. And I'm not saying, like, those are obviously a large part of what's happening sort of across the board, sort of across mm-hmm. the board in every industry, right? Fine. We've beaten that horse to death. But, like, Fast Car is just a really, really good song. Yes. Right? And I'm going to, you know, I might as well go uh, as far as to say that, like, I really like the song She Had Me at Heads Carolina only Mm. because of the chorus, because it's a great chorus. Yeah, dude. Like, (laughs) right. And, and, you know, there are nostalgia plays often that are done that sort of, uh, you know, misread the room and and miss the target. And they try to uh, get something you know, kind of ignited, but no one really, you know, the thing wasn't that good in the first place. So wh- why are we coming back to it? Whatever. Right. But Heads Carolina is a killer song. It's Fast a Car great... is a killer song. Honestly, On the Road Again is On an amazing song. On the Road Again is a great song. Yeah, I can listen to On the Boat Again because though that f- like one chord going up boo do 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 is so good. Like it's such a good chorus. It's yeah, it really is. And <laughs> you know, Tim, if if nothing else, you and I are scholars, uh, real musicians. <laughs> if nothing else, detectives. Yeah. Now, I, I suppose. Uh, yeah. And right. and I think that we are able to take. Uh, an even sort of a a more true, a deeper, broader, wider view of mm-hmm. things than maybe our contemporaries in the pop music podcasting uh, <laughs> industry. I yeah, and I agree. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we both agree. <laughs> and what I'm gonna I'm gonna say that what I think is happening, I think what is going on. Definitely in country music, but absolutely in in just music and art and and uh, consumption as a whole. Yeah. I believe that the people are starving. Mm. I believe that mm. you know, like I said, the the fast car. If that had been covered by anybody else on earth, it yep. would have done just as well because it's a great song. And uh, 
country music fans in particular, but again, I kind of am talking about everybody, uh, mm-hmm. have been fed this just awful, and I'm saying Slop. that, yeah, awful in the O-F-F-A-L way and the A-W-F-U-L way, uh, <laughs> and they are expected to just just choke it down, and right. uh, your country music fans, this is what you're going to get, uh, because this is what you're going to get. And when a breath of beautiful, fresh air comes in, like Luke Combs covering Fast Car, mm-hmm. everyone says, well, here we go. This Thank where you. Yes, Exa- where yeah. has this been? I... I'm inclined to agree. We've we've been on mic a lot in the last few years saying just how like just how desperately we've like needed a change in country. Um and you know, like I, I hate to I hate to sound too um I guess I just don't I don't wanna be like revisionist, right? I don't wanna be like kids these days. Right about right, all. right, of course. You know, and it's it's easy to just sort of say, well, the golden age of country is long gone, right? And, <laughs> yes, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it has just been tough sledding out here, and we've had to be, we, we've had to just choke down garbage for a while, right? I mean, that's it. Feels so good to hear a really great tune. Yes, um, man, and and you know, you hear it. And like I said, the first, the first thought is like, uh oh, what? Why are we covering Fast Car? And then you just listen for a second. You're like, oh man, this chorus though is incredible, and just everything about this song is perfect. And you're just happy that it's back. You know, it's been called back into service, and like, thank God. Well, yes, man. And and what what's also cool about this, and I, you know, as as Adults, I guess, as people who are not 17, uh, we need to realize, too, that, like, this was absolutely the first time that a lot of people heard this song. Yeah. Which sounds right. sort of bizarre to say, but, like, that's it's got to be true. Yes, it is. And so that's why you can't just chalk it up as a nostalgia play. No, like, right. For a Many, 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 many millions of people have no nostalgia for Fast Car yes. and love this song. And yeah, right, and they and they heard it for the first time coming out of Luke Combs' voice yes. box, and they said, "Well, yeah. this rocks. We're gonna get this to number one." Uh, and I think like that's just that's beautiful, and it's it's it yeah. shows what what can happen, I guess. This is a this is about to be pretty stupid of me to say, but it shows Bro, what can happen it. if the tunes are good. If it is all about the tunes, like mm-hmm. that's in in a in a simple stupid way, that's kind of what it is, right? That's what we're talking yes. about. It's like man, it's like when and I'm not an expert in I'm an expert in so many things, but not in the movie and television industry. You know how uh-huh. people gripe about. Uh, all these sequels and this yes. established IP, blah blah blah, and yes. Warner Brothers is making a He-Man movie because the Barbie movie did well, all this stuff. Right. But then you see so many uh, TV people and film people rightfully screaming about like not ignoring the fact that, for example, this this one film. I don't have a great example, but you know something was uh, out of nowhere. And not not tied to any pre-established IP, wasn't a yep. sequel, wasn't a prequel, just 
stood on its own and did really well. And they say the same thing that we're saying, which is, why can't we do more of this? People yeah. want it. People want Oppenheimer, stuff. bro. Here's there there's you go. one for you. That's you know what? Sure. Great example. The people are starving for for good stuff, like you said. It's uh, and it all one has to do is deliver it. <laughs> Well, and uh, and not to and and I also don't want to come off as, as if like all the good songs have been written, right? Like, yes, yes, they haven't been. Like, there are a lot of there's a ton of really good music um, that I think you and I try to highlight on this show and elsewhere that we miss that is excellent. Um, but a lot of it's not. Well, yeah, <laughs> and a lot of it is driven. A lot of it is driven by like. Um, bad actors i would say yep, you know correct, in the industry correct. like you know it's all it's pushed on social media predominantly or um it's you know yeah it it's it's a cash grab in a way that it's focused on you know what kind of like money it can make versus like what kind of art you're creating there's just a lot of there's a lot working against the artist today Absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, this and this... And all the time. It, but you know what I mean. Yes, no, I, I know exactly what I mean. And this... We don't have time, but this really does, like, harken back to, honestly, probably like a dozen episodes we've done. Like, think about, you know, M- Megan Trainer, right? Like, yeah. she... Yeah. Th- these are... These artists and these writers can, by and large, I believe, can write great stuff. Like... Yeah, but the the priority uh, is not to do that, right? There, there's there's right. not there's no funding, there's no marketing. Like it's so minimal compared to jumping on something that already existed that people remember and like, and just just hacking parts off and and uh, using you know whatever you have to to get to make a buck, right, dude? So, yes, totally. I mean. <laughs> Uh, again, again, please, please know that I'm not trying to be a an old man yelling at the clouds here. But like, Fast Car was written at a time when there was no algorithm to perform for. There was not a need for it to be consumable in 20 seconds. There were not all these different like factors playing at it. Tracy Chapman wasn't even like famous really when the song came yep. out at all. Yep. It, it, um, yeah, I believe she performed it. Uh, yeah, I've got it right here. She performed at Nelson Mandela's 70th birthday tribute. She ended up playing Fast Car almost like by just accident. Like she wasn't supposed to play that many songs and she had to fill some time and she played Fast Car and people loved it. And it became sort of like a 1980s version of a viral hit. Like it, it blew up from there. There is no incentive structure for art to be made that way really anymore. Yep. I mean, man, that that's what I'm saying, I guess, is like capital demands that we we do it a certain way. And we we try to just like optimize and we we have fewer artists who are just allowed to cook and and make something gorgeous and beautiful. And so when something like Fast Car is just simply re-recorded, put in a boy key and and put on tape and put on the radio the world freaks out and yep. says, this is one of the best songs I've ever heard.
real bottom line here that, again, you know, we're not going to solve, but we can definitely talk about for years if we must, Mm -hmm. is that we're definitely not old men yelling at clouds here because there are a ton of absolutely phenomenal artists and writers and creators who very much still exist and are always going to. uh, But what are they supposed to do? Right? How are, are they, they supposed to survive? Yeah. How are they supposed to get any ears on them unless they're doing, you know, the latest viral TikTok sound? Now I'm now I'm being a grandpa, but like I'm yeah, I'm right though. I'm with but you. I'm right. You are. I'm with you. The people are starving, bro. Season three, ear buddies. We're here. <laughs> this is a this is an important season, gang. Buckle up. We're doing this. And ear buddies will continue in a moment. This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by the American Reality Competition Television Series, now airing on CBS every Tuesday, Buddy Games. Remember the glory days of your youth? Ever wanted to reunite with your best friends and recapture the you you used to be? We've been friends for 37 years. We're a family. Welcome to Buddy Games. Based on... The film, Buddy Games, directed by and starring Joshua David Dumel. Matt. <laughs> Hello, Tim. Uh, I believe it was uh, I believe it was Carson Wentz who sponsored our season two premiere. You know, it's a big spot. You want to make a splash with a with a big tentpole sponsor, right? <laughs> yes, you do. And you want it to be North Dakota, right? You want it to feel like home. Yeah, you hope. You hope and um, and so oh to to see that hometown hero Josh Dumel has a reality television program now airing on CBS. Oh, I mean, it did my heart so much good. You know, I feel like I aged backwards a decade. <laughs> I feel I feel just a spring in my step to know that Josh is out here hosting a show based on his his. Um, Auteur Vision Buddy <laughs> Games. Yeah. Um, it's, it's great. And he always has been an auteur. Um, but no, Tim, yeah, it's, it's so exciting. And I mean, I, From I know... From the twisted mind of Josh Dumel. <laughs> well, look, obviously, Tim, you and I, and by extension, uh-huh. like, like our limbs, the entire army has been f- following Josh... Uh, and his career, if not for the last 15 years, then at least since they started listening to Ear Buddies, right? Because yeah, right. we, I mean, we love the guy. We, we don't make, right, we, it's no secret that we're all about Josh. Yes. And so, yeah, now for him to have this exciting new show 
Um, mm-hmm. And to be willing to, uh, usually we're doing our sponsors a favor, but I really feel like in this case, Josh is is doing us a favor oh, by, 100%. by sponsoring this this episode. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm excited to talk about the show, about Josh, about whatever, whatever he sent us over in that email to, to talk about. Yeah, respectfully to Josh, I'm not even opening that attachment. I don't really want to talk about buddy games. I just want to talk about Josh. Uh, is that okay with you? <laughs> that's you know that's more than okay with me, Tim. Because if I can, if we can have a brief aside here, you mm-hmm. and me, <clears throat> have you seen the film Buddy Games? <laughs> no, I haven't. I I haven't. Um, okay. I uh, but I but I know you have. I have. And Matt, yeah, you know what? If um, CBS program aside, which I'm sure is great. We encourage all of our ear buddies listeners to tune in, watch it, get those ratings up. We want Josh to succeed very much. But Matt, if you would spend 90 seconds to three minutes on Buddy Games, the 2019 film uh, directorial debut by Josh Dumel, I would love that I'm so I'm going much. to try to spend 90 seconds because if it goes past that, it will be, <laughs> it will be 45 minutes. Um, I watched the film, I watched the film, uh, I don't know, last year at some point, just because, of course, Josh, you know, I saw it was his auteur vision, and he's directing, he's starring in it, and I just have to say that I have never in my life seen Mm -hmm. a worse film than that. It was nigh unwatchable. Um... That mm. being said, okay. I love Josh. We still love Josh, and that's why yeah. I'm glad that about the CBS show. Give him another crack at it, right? Um, you know what? It, it from everything I, I I did watch, like the trailer, um, and I read some reviews. I have to assume it's a stinker from everything I've heard, but I also suspect that it was just it. It had not. Um, gone into its chrysalis and emerged <laughs> as as the correct butterfly that it is now which as is a, serialized it, television yes <laughs> yes right serialized reality competition television that's what that, that is better. what it makes way more sense right yes. it, 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 so i am happy for josh i'm i'm thrilled for him honestly i am just going to say josh it's great to see you on tv my friend that's right that's all <laughs> That's it. That's it. And you know what? It's great to see Josh, perhaps, moseying down the, the streets of Minot or Fargo or Watford City or who knows where. Because, Matt, did, did you know that Josh has said goodbye to Hollywood? You are joking me. Where, did, where, are, you, where are you getting this news? I am here at 965thewalleye.com. <laughs> Classic rock that really rocks. Okay, so uh, he- reputable. <laughs> Headline, October 11th, 2023. Josh Dumel says goodbye to Hollywood. What's that old... I'm reading now verbatim from the walleye. What's that old <laughs> saying? You can take the boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the boy. In this case, replace the word with North Dakota. And it says all about North Dakota j- native Josh Dumel. The boy from Minot, North Dakota, has made it no secret of his true love of his hometown and the state he grew up in, Dumel is one of the most recognizable celebrities you'll run across, and 
it could happen right down the street from you. Dumel is famous for just kicking back with the rest of us at the local bar. Or you can catch him at a sporting event. He, and this word's in all caps, loves North Dakota. And that's even more plain to see now. Subheadline, goodbye, Hollywood. It sucks. <laughs> May I keep reading, Matt? This is still all verbatim from the walleye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, please, please keep reading. All right, body paragraph. Has Josh Dumel had a fairy tale life so far? Most people think so. According to Wikipedia, quote, Dumel is a spokesman for North Dakota tourism and has appeared in promotional videos for the state over the past decade. In 2022, Dumel was paid $75,000 to become the face of the state's tourism campaign for the next two years. He married a former Miss America, Audra Mari, and they're expecting their first child soon. What could be more perfect? Well, Josh just announced how he is moving back home to North Dakota. According to movieguide.org, actor Josh Duhamel said he moved home to North Dakota because Hollywood, quote, sucks the soul out of you. It was just a lot, the actor said. I just missed the simplicity of who I really am. I'm not a guy who's comfortable going to red carpets, doing all the Hollywood stuff. I don't hate it. I'm better at it now than I was, but it just took me a long time to really feel like I fit in, end quote. Subheadline, welcome home, Josh. Body paragraph, we can't wait to see you when you come out to visit Bizman. End of article. <laughs> Well, that is the best news I've heard since I got <laughs> baptized. I cannot believe that Josh is coming home to North Dakota, just like the song says. <laughs> Tim, it's right. Is this? He's been away. He's been away too long. <laughs> that this is wow. Okay, I gotta oh. take a minute. <clears throat> okay. This is huge, huge news. Oh, and how? Josh is back. For a guy like Josh, <laughs> who had everything going for him. <laughs> a fairy tale life, yes. A fairy tale life. Married to, as we know, Audra Mari, and now expecting his first child with her. Yeah. Uh, and he has been in blockbusters. He's been in win a date with Tad Hamilton, for example. Transformers. Transformers. A couple others. Buddy games. Some, yeah. You know. Buddy games and buddy games, too. Yes. yes. He is indeed one of the most recognizable celebrities <laughs> that you could run across, I would say. He's That's, the spokesman for North Dakota tourism. Yes. Well, what I, you got... He got paid $75,000 over the course yeah, of dude. two years, <laughs> which is $37,500 per year, which is barely making ends meet. Uh, oh, I lost my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, and he surely... Well, I look at Josh like maybe... Uh, Meryl Streep or Marlon Brando, you know, just <laughs> yeah, incan a De Niro type, incandescent, yes. <laughs> right? Could obviously has he could do anything. He's always been oh. able. He's a chameleon. He's got charisma. He's <laughs> he's got the face. He's got the voice. 
he is one of the most recognizable celebrities you can run across. Uh, well, yeah, he's charitable. He he rescued Minot from the 2011 flood, that's as we right. discussed. That's right. Or, he did. Or, uh, elsewhere. It's... Uh, <laughs> um, I can't believe... The prodigal son. <laughs> I can't believe that he's giving that all up, and yet, of course he would, because Josh is a North Dakota boy through and through. He's got yes. he's got character. Mm. Uh he's he was raised up right. Uh yes. And right, he says please, he says thank you. Yes. For him to say no thank you to Hollywood <laughs> and say that even though I've built a life for myself here and even though I am good at red carpets now. Yes. And, and like and I'm 50 years old and my life has just begun. I'm saying I he I assume he's saying that, right? Yeah, yeah. We're right, we're inferring so right. here, but yes. <laughs> For him to The gist of it is, yeah, Hollywood sucked the soul out of him, he said. Yes, as it does for so many, but Well, yeah. Well, you know. Chews you up and spits you out, right? Yeah. For, and <laughs> the fact that he can a um produce buddy games presumably from the comfort of uh, Beulah or wherever. <laughs> On a salary of 37500 a year. <laughs> right. So many want to live large, mm. um, but Josh is comfortable living medium to small. <laughs> and um, you know what? He only needs three electoral votes to represent him in the Electoral College. Like, Josh... Why, why ask for more? <laughs> why ask for more? He can take it or leave it. It sucked the soul out of him. Our Josh belongs here. You can't take the North Dakota out of the boy. You you and I know that, Tim. We've been no. to different states. That's right. And we always, right, we wind up right back in, uh, yeah, right back in Ward County. <laughs> it makes sense. It just makes sense. It really does. And I, I am so happy for him, for Audra, for their unborn child, uh, yep. I mean, that's, man, Tim, is there a better place to raise a child, unborn or not, than in North Dakota, specifically Ward County? I'm afraid not, bro. <laughs> no. I'm afraid there, not. There just isn't. And he's no. th- he's thinking, he's always been a selfless guy. He's thinking about his family. He's thinking not about the, you know, the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the, the you know, cocaine parties with Pacino oh, and whatever yeah, else. The, deba- the debauchery. The right. debauchery. It sucks the soul out of you. Forget it, about it. Yeah, absolutely not. And I think it's great. And I, I, I do want to say to the the skeptics, this is Josh saying goodbye to Hollywood. This is not Hollywood having already years prior said goodbye to Josh. Okay? This is Josh's decision. Uh, he obviously can get work Whenever and wherever he wants. Like yeah, I said, right. he, Marlon Brando, Meryl Streep. He, <laughs> yeah, right. He's a titan of Tinseltown, but he's tired of it. <laughs> he, he's ready to just eat at 10 North Main yep. and watch the sunset over uh, Lake Darling Dam <laughs> and crack a few cold ones. That's you know right. he's gonna he's gonna name his son Lawrence Welk Dumel and everything's gonna be just fine. It's gonna I'm 
I am so happy for Josh. I hope this isn't the last we hear of him, of course. I hope that we run into him at, at some point. Oh, we will. But I we do, you, I think this is... You run is, into everybody in mind. <laughs> this is the best decision that he can make for himself and his growing family. And I wish him right. nothing but the best. To show that, let's just all, let's just wrap this up by saying, tune in to Buddy Games. Tuesday nights, 8, 7 central. On CBS and presumably on Paramount Plus streaming the next day. It's Josh Duhamel, hometown hero. He's back. Josh is back. And he wants you to watch Buddy Games. Sponsoring your buddies. Welcome back to Ear Buddies, the season three premiere Welcome back to Show and Tell, of course, and uh, and Matt. Hey, buddy, we've got uh, we got some stuff to share, and I would love it if you would share first. I sure will. Um, I have a a tune that, as always, is going to tie into the greater theme of this episode, and it's called "I Remember Everything" by Zach Bryan, featuring Casey Musgraves. Oh my lord. Rock girl whiskey's gonna ease my mind Beach town dress on the drying line do I remind you of your daddy in his 88 form? Now listen, I bring him up uh, because he is just a really good example of kind of the best of all possible worlds. Mm. Here's what I want to say about Zach. Actually, firstly, I want to say about this song that uh, not only is it a solid tune, but it was written by Zach Bryan and Casey Musgraves. Which is just really that's nice. nice. I mean, that's, nice. that's just really yeah. nice. So, Zach Bryan, good. Um, I think we probably generally know about him because he has gotten hot in the last mm, 18 months. Um, yeah, and everybody had to kind of overcome their own hurdle. Like, he's not Zach Brown, he's not Luke Bryan. Yes, he's, that's rough. Again, it's the country Zach name Bryan. thing. Yeah, right, it's, it's a tough, not. It's a toughie, but once you're there, right. it's, it's not great, great to be here. Not his fault. Um, Tim, I don't know if I've told you this story, but I might as well share it uh, with the army to kind of increase my uh, respect and admiration in the community. Um, Please. Sometime during the uh, the depths of the COVID-19 global pandemic, if you remember, um, <laughs> Zach Bryan was on Twitter, still calling it Twitter. Uh, yeah, it's fine. And he was... He was he said something about how he was looking for someone to play uh, mandolin for some sort of remote concert he had. And my brother, God bless him, tagged me in the replies. And Z- Zach and I chatted for a bit about me playing mandolin on some sort of remote whatever thing he was doing. Hey, now. Didn't come to, didn't come to nothing because he ended up not doing it. But that's fun. But my, my point is... Well, heck. <laughs> well, fun, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. I love that. But point being... 
is really just that in the last, you know, since then, he's really blown up, right? Because he was talking to the likes of me before then. <laughs> and now I can't get a text back. Just kidding. <laughs> I wish I didn't, but I do. Remember every moment of the nights with you. Cold shoulder, closing time. You really need to stay till the sun rolls. Strange words, come on now. I, I, I say, I bring this tune up because... Yeah. Uh, while Zach Bryan, his his music is not necessarily like my go-to. It yep. is. It's it's for me. It's a little bit obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a little sure. bit right there. It's a little bit. I know what's coming next. Yeah. Um, right. You, all the dust is sort of like perfectly placed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it's a little fallen off a log. However, mm-hmm. he really simply just writes songs Mm. and then sings them and he's got a little band and they go into the studio and they play the songs and that's the end of it and he and that has gotten him where he is today which is you know selling out red rocks over and over again um this kind of thing is a clear example of the people being starved for fresh, new, real something, right? Yeah. Like his his whole first. Because I remember I read I knew about him because my brother, who was sort of on the vanguard of like uh, you know new NPR featured music that I haven't heard about yet. <laughs> sure, he put me onto Zach Bryan again way back in the day, and his mm-hmm. first uh, album was just like. I don't know if it was a literal eight track, but it was just him, an acoustic guitar, no production value, no auto tune, no time correction, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And he, like he had been in the Navy and then recorded this when he was out of the Navy. Okay. And and it just started popping off. Like that was all it was. And it really is, you know, I say it's not necessarily to my taste, but it is simply honest, good. I don't want to say old-fashioned, but old-fashioned mm-hmm. songwriting. Yeah. And you can kind of just look at his following now and what he's been up to and say to yourself, if you're one of the fat cats with the big wigs, oh, well, there's clearly something here. This probably is something that would work with other people, too, and not just Zach Bryan. So there you go. Zach Bryan. Arrested in Oklahoma uh, for obstruction of an investigation charge. That's right. Oh, Pretty yeah. good looking mugshot. He said yeah, something. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, mate, that could be part of it. Great mustache <laughs> for a guy his age. <laughs> okay. Good one, bro. Good one. Uh, my my show and tell. We've been talking about covers uh, a little bit here. Obviously, we've been talking about like capital G, capital S, good songs. So I would like to share with you a cover of one of the one of the best songs. Period. Tiny Habits is the name of this uh, trio, and the song is Landslide. Took my love, then I took it down. Climbed a mountain, and I turned around. And I saw my reflection in 
snow-covered hills and the landslide brought me down. Oh, mirror in the sky. I'll just give you a little bit here. Um, this is a trio. Uh, Sinya Khan, Maya Ray, and Judah Mayoa. They're all Berkeley students. They met at school. They would like get together and sing tight, beautiful harmonies together in their dorm rooms, right? Like it's it's as uh, pure and lovely an origin story as that. You know, they kind of got hot online doing viral covers on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, you know, um, they're not a big deal at, by any means, but. You know, indie, indie kind of sad girl pop lovers like myself um, have been turned on to these guys. And here they are, Matt, covering an undeniable tune in Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Tim, man, you know, since this is season three premiere, yeah, I might as well get get a little emotional here. Yeah. Because I, I know that I know the army loves loves our relationship, <laughs> so I, I might as well. Yeah, this song is the exact kind of song that you and I would listen to in your bedroom yeah, like ten years ago, and then <laughs> we would just lay on the bed and not speak, and then yeah. neither of us could go to work in the morning. Right, right. Just sort of yeah, weeping, weeping about like beauty. Yes. Yeah. Stunning. Oh man. Well, I've been afraid of changing because I built my life around you. And we'll probably wax poetic later this season about just like harmonies, like vocal harmonies, um, more uh, in depth. But like, I am, and I know you are too, man. Just a total sucker for three-part or four-part or what have you. Like, really, like, tight interval harmonies like that where they're exploring, like, dissonance and... Oh, man. It's... It is like too much for my heart to take. Honest, I'm, get, I'm getting honestly. full body chills talking about it, not yeah, even listening to it. That is... Uh, Oh, it's way, it's way, way too good. Um, Nothing like it. Nothing. Uh, and and then you know to to apply that to landslide, which is like a song that every version I've ever heard makes me want to cry. Um, yes. Yep. Because it's an incredible song. <laughs> it's an incredible song, um, and it's like it's a well covered song. the The chicks got big in with it in in like the early 2000s i think and i mean obviously fleetwood mac it's it's just it's a it's the fusion of like one of the best songs period and like my favorite kind of like lean into the beauty of it all styles of music uh and it 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 is 3 minutes of heaven to me man this something to be said about berkeley after all <laughs> You could say that again. Heck, man. Oh, boy. And we're off. And we're off to the races. Let's do it again. Better than ever. Talk to you on uh, next Monday. You sure will, pal. You sure will. See you, buddy.
See you, buddy. Thank you.